Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 17 of Revelation chapter 16, and we're going to be reading Revelation 16, verse 15. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And this is in the context of the continuing uh, laying out of Judgment Day in Revelation 16 of the seven vials. The six vials have already been poured out. And and now, before the pouring out of the seventh, God has taken us back to the beginning of the Great Tribulation, to the formation of the enemy army under the control of Satan and his forces, which um, are his emissaries within the churches and congregations of the world. And, and um, God is bringing us up to the point of Judgment Day once again, and in the time of the final judgment of mankind, we do know that the Bible teaches that Christ comes as a thief. For instance, in Second Peter, Second Peter chapter three, it says in um, verse eight, I'll start reading there. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? And I'll stop reading there. Now, uh, some people think uh, because it says the day of the Lord comes of the thief in the night in the which the heavens pass away with a great noise and the elements melt with a fervent heat. They they think, well, that didn't happen on May 21, 2011, and therefore that could not have been the day of the Lord. That could not have been the time when Christ came as a thief in the night. And yet they're missing a very important um, little phrase in Second Peter 3.10 which is stated there uh, and I'll quote it in the which in the day of the Lord and we have learned that the day of the Lord is a prolonged day of judgment that uh, there's a strong likelihood it, it continues for 1600 days which is uh, over four years, four months, and 16 days. And 
And, and so God, um, brought to pass judgment day, May 21, 2011, is the beginning of the final judgment of the world. And in the which, in this prolonged extended period of judgment upon all the unsaved inhabitants of the earth, on the very last day of that judgment, if we're correct, it would be October 7th, 2015, then God destroys the, um, as it says here, the heavens pass away and, and the elements melt and, and the world is, uh, melted with a fire and all the unsaved people are, are burned up along with it and annihilated. That, that is happening also in the day of the Lord. The, it's towards the end of the spiritual judgment that God brought to pass. But it's just as much a part of the day of the Lord as May 21, 2011 was a part of the day of the Lord. Well, uh, so here the Bible's clear that, that it says the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. And also in Matthew chapter 24, um, the chapter in which the Lord is answering the disciples' question, what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And some ways into this chapter, beginning in verse 42, the Lord says, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. So again, the phrase uh, or the idea of Christ coming as a thief is mentioned in verse 43, and God warns people to watch. Watch. And if you would watch, then um, one one that is watching would not suffer the thief to break his house up. But uh, there's also an interesting statement made in verse 44. For in such an hour, as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And what's interesting about that is that it's saying that there's a particular time, an hour, that people think Christ did not come. In such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And what, of course, qualifies and and uh, meets the uh, criteria this verse is, is laying out is May 21, 2011. The world was watching and, and they had heard that will be the day of judgment. And, and, uh, people were certainly uncomfortable at the very least. They, they were troubled about the whole thing. Uh, never before in the history of the world had the message of the Bible, the message of judgment day been put right in front of their eyes where they couldn't escape it. It was just uh, uh, everywhere. They There was nowhere to run, nowhere to hide from it, and nowhere to get away from it. 
and this uh, this made people uh, very troubled and disturbed in mind and 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 yet the time came the day came and apparently nothing happened so there was rejoicing and celebration and mockery and ridicule and the in the world and in the church as well because the church felt vindicated with their claim that no man can know the day or hour and and uh, if you asked uh, a great many people what happened on May 21 2011 they would say that's the day the lord did not come that's the time christ came not and that agrees with this statement in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh and that's exactly what happened at the time that the world was uh, on the lookout with their physical eyes and uh, sort of in a sense looking up into the sky is Christ coming today and 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 really it reveals the deep down sense of dread that mankind has uh, towards God and his word the bible they know the bible is the word of god they know the bible is true they know they're in trouble with god and that there is a judgment and and that's why uh, it's so disturbing to people to hear about it but but they were looking on an outward physical level and when nothing happened outwardly, physically, that they could detect with their senses, they determined that he came not. And yet, at that very time, the Bible indicates that Christ came in judgment. He came as a thief in the night. Now, um, let's also go to First Thessalonians chapter 5 that brings up this idea of the Lord coming as a thief in the night. In 1 Thessalonians 5, beginning in verse 1, it says there, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety... Then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Now I'm going to stop here to comment before we continue on. When they shall say peace and safety, and and uh, that that's the idea of um, certainly or, or something is certain, something is definite. When we check out that word, the, the Greek word, it, it is indicating that they know now that they will not be judged, that Christ will not come, in other words. And when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. Now, um, the, the word sudden is only found one other place in the Bible, in the New Testament, and that's in the Gospel of Luke, in Luke chapter 21. In Luke 21, verses 34 through 36, 
and take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. That's the word. The, the, the word unawares here is a translation of the same Greek word translated as sudden in First Thessalonians chapter 5. And, and literally, if you would look at the Greek word that's translated as unawares or as sudden, you, you would see it's made up of um, a compound word. It's two words in the Greek that literally means not seen not seen and and that's why the translators translate it unaware if you can't see something you're unaware of it and the the translation of sudden is really a result of the re- reference later in 1 Thessalonians 5:3 to a woman with child and and so forth and how a woman suddenly um is in travail but it it's not a good translation of the word itself the word itself is better translated unaware. And yet even uh, better than that would be not seen. So if we go back to First um, Thessalonians 5 in verse 3, For when they shall say peace and safety, then unawares destruction, or not seen destruction, cometh upon them. And you can see why the translators of the King James Bible um, did not want to translate it that way. Well, what what kind of uh, judgment is that? What kind of uh, end is that? They're, they're thinking of the Bible passages uh, such as we just read in 2 Peter 3.10 that uh, in the day of the Lord Christ comes as a thief and the heavens pass away and the earth is melted. Well, that's certainly not unseen or not seen destruction or an unawares destruction. How how could that uh, fit in? And and so they were uh, led by the later reference of the woman in travail to translate this word as sudden destruction. And well, yes, that's the idea. They thought it's just sudden, like a woman who suddenly feels uh, the baby's coming. And no, no. The proper translation is unawares. The proper translation would be not seen. Destruction. Because on May 21, 2011, God came in judgment like a thief in the night. And you don't see a thief come. If you're not watching, if you're not watching spiritually in the way that God would have you to watch through his word, the Bible. And so the thief comes and steals your treasure and and robs your home and, and then takes off and you don't even know it. And the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, uh, as in everything it, that he puts his hand to, is an excellent thief in the way that the Bible means it, in the way that God means it concerning his coming in judgment at the day of the Lord. And and so Christ came uh, May 21, 2011, and it was an unawares destruction, 
a not seeing destruction because the door of heaven is an invisible door. While it was open, and it was open wide, uh, it was a great door and effectual, wide open during the second part of the Great Tribulation when God was saving a great multitude from the nations of the world, and yet nobody could see it. Then, uh, you you just can't see a spiritual thing. As long as we live in this world, not with our physical eyes, you can look up into heaven, and you would see no door to heaven. And once God shut it, as he said he would, you could not see it with your physical eyes. It It is not possible. And the light of the gospel, the sun, the moon, and the stars that the Bible speaks of, is unfolded through the scriptures. As if you can picture a scroll all rolled up, and when you unravel or, or unfurl the scroll and lay it out, that's the word of God, the Bible, that puts the lights into the heavens. God's word has spiritually lit the darkness of this world. But God speaks of judgment day as a time when the sun is darkened, the moon does not give her light, and the stars fall from heaven. And he uses the illustration that it the heavens are rolled up like a scroll. It's the Bible closing up or the Bible shutting off the gospel light to the world. And that's an unseen thing that cannot be discerned with physical sight or physical eyes. Only can these things be discerned through eyes of faith as God grants them to those that see these things in the Bible. And and that would mean only the elect, only those that are truly saved. Uh, And that's why God says, A wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. A, A discernment concerning God's timetable of times and seasons, and a discerning understanding of the nature of judgment, that it's a spiritual judgment that that God has brought to pass on the world. Now, we, we have this phrase in Revelation 16, 15, where Christ says he comes as a thief, and the Bible tells us that the Lord comes as a thief in the night, at the time of the day of the Lord, Judgment Day. And yet, in in this case, we're greatly helped in understanding what that means. Because the Lord also said the very same thing to the church. In Revelation chapter 3, there we read in verse 1, at the beginning of verse 1 of Revelation 3, and unto the angel of the church in Sardis write. So this is addressed to the angel of the church of Sardis, or to the church in Sardis. And then, at the end of this address, as well as the end of each one of the seven addresses to the seven churches, in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, God makes this statement. In Revelation 3, 6, He that has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Not just the church in Sardis, but to all the churches. 
that this is uh, a word that God is speaking to the congregations. It is for the New Testament churches and congregations established amongst the nations of the world. For all churches at all times. And so Christ is speaking to the corporate body when he says in Revelation 3 and and verse 3, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. And and here God is answering in a big way the people who say that no man can know the day or hour, and they insist nobody can know anything about um, the end of the world or or the timing for the great tribulation and so forth. Oh, of that day and hour knoweth no man. It, they they have that down um, pat that when whenever the topic comes up, they just quickly make reference to that. And yet, throughout the New Testament, the Lord said to watch. Watch. He would bring up the subject matter of the end, and he would say, watch. We we saw it in some of the verses we read earlier in this study. Watch, therefore. And and here he says, if, therefore, in Revelation 3.3, 3, thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and here's what coming on thee as a thief means. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. So uh, if we take this verse and, and dissect it and carefully look at it, we find uh, a couple of very important things. Number one, the implication is if you do watch, then you will have some awareness of Christ coming as a thief or Christ coming in judgment and if you fail to watch then he will come upon you as a thief and you will not know uh, that he has come uh, you you will not know what hour he has come and that helps us to understand that if we fail to watch keeping watch in the word of God the Bible then Christ comes as a thief in the night he comes, and no man does know the day or hour. And, and that is exactly how he came upon the churches in judging the churches and congregations of the world as judgment began at the house of God, and now how he has come on the unsaved people of the world. But the true believers, they they have understanding, as it says, Back in 1 Thessalonians 5, in verse 4, we stopped at verse 3, but let's go on to verse 4. 1 Thessalonians 5, 4 says, But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. So Christ does not overtake his own people, the true believers as a thief, because they are watching. And he gives them discernment regarding time and judgment. Uh, 
a wise man, um, heart is able to discern those things. The wise, Daniel 12, 10 tells us, will understand, but none of the wicked will understand. And, and, and that's in relationship to the time of the end, as the word of God was sealed up till the time of the end. Well, we see from Revelation 3, 3, uh, the first thing is that if you watch, you'll have some understanding, and that would apply to the true believers only, because Christ does not come upon them as a thief. But if you fail to watch, then you are ignorant, and you lack understanding, and he comes upon you as a thief. But also the second important thing we learn there is that Christ said to the churches that if they did not repent, he would come upon them as a thief. That is, he would judge them. And and just as he speaks of coming upon the world as a thief in the night, in the day of the Lord, he forewarned the church that he would come upon the churches and congregations as a thief in judgment if they failed to repent. Well, we know that they did fail to repent. We know that God brought judgment at the house of God. May 21, 1988. We know, I keep saying, referring to the true believers. Do the churches know this? No, the churches don't know this. They will not admit to it or recognize it. They've heard it. They, they've heard they're under judgment. But they don't know. They they lack understanding. Christ came uh, as a thief when he departed. And, and I know in one sense he came, but it, it it really that language is pointing to his judgment. And the judgment was the Holy Spirit came out of the midst and left the church, and Satan entered in, and in that act of abandoning the church and turning it over to Satan, God judged the whole corporate body. He ended the church age. He ended his relationship with every church in all the world. And he removed from them spiritual blessings. No more salvation. No one was saved in any church since May 21 in 1988. No one any in any church in any nation of the world that they were robbed the lord came as a thief and stole their most important possession which was the blessing of the gospel the blessing of salvation right from out from under them and they had no understanding of it even until this very day if you would speak to pastors and priests and bishops or and and whoever oh oh yes god is with us god is blessing us and they have no idea that god is actually judging them and has judged them and that is our example god now has given us an example of christ coming as a thief in the night or christ coming in judgment in an unawares destruction because he brought an unawares or a not seen destruction upon the churches of the world. A spiritual judgment. 
something they could not see with their naked eye. They, they see the Bible in their pulpit. They see a full congregation in their pews and, and the nice, um, trappings of their church building and carpeted floor and air conditioned, uh, services. And they think the blessing of God is upon them, but spiritually, God's not even there. That is the nature of a spiritual judgment. That is the biblical definition because we can look to that example of judgment upon the church and apply it to the judgment on the world and we can see precisely what happened on May 21, 2011 matches the judgment that God first brought upon the house of God. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.